it's time to consider how much more freedom you would have if you just focused on having fun and making happiness your ultimate goal, not the size of your waist. You only have one life. You might as well live it. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to another episode of Simple Roots Radio. This is the show that talks about all things you need to know today for a healthier tomorrow. In today's episode, all on loving you and others for that matter, we're going to dig into overcoming labels and five ways to love your body no matter what. Because I don't know about you, but I'm so tired of being told how much I should weigh or what I should look like. I'm definitely nowhere near perfection, but I've learned something lately as it applies to not only the labels we set on ourselves, but on others as well. In the wake of everything that is happening in our country and around the world, the brokenness and the despair, and really the hate that is bottled up into so many people stemming from labels, as I was scanning my Facebook feed not too many weeks ago, right after the tragedy in Dallas, I saw a post from a mother who said that her son had asked what a black person was. It grabbed my attention nearly immediately as I began to ponder what my own children thought about others who didn't look exactly like them. The truth is, they have no idea, nor do they care what other people look like. They're all friends. They're all humans. And to them, that means friends. So I decided to sit down and talk to them and ask them and try to figure out what this really meant to them, what other people's looks meant to them without really trying to give away anything that, you know, that we as adult humans label other people. And so after questioning them and asking them about their friends and um, what they meant to them, what I learned is that it all boiled down to love. We all love to be loved, and that's why we cling to our family and our friends. We follow and we chase after those people who give us love and attention. So what if that was the answer? You know, what if instead of labeling people as black, as white, as skinny, as fat, all of the negative associations that we label upon ourselves and upon other people, what if that ended? And what if instead of that, we just filled it with love? So what if we had more love, love to give, love to receive, and love to give to ourselves? What if so much hate and insecurity really just stem from how we personally looked and how we felt? I think it's fair to say that none of us can really argue that there hasn't been a time in our lives where we never felt insecure. Maybe some of us face it daily. I know I have to wake up and make a choice to not let that overcome me every single day. And I have to be honest, insecurities in my own looks was probably the first mental barrier that I ever came across. I wrote about it in the post that I wrote on my episode with Josh Trent, which was episode 22, where you can find that. But basically, it was on the first time that I ever remember getting defined by how I look. I was in third grade, and I can remember it like it was yesterday because this stuff hurts, right? Like, we can probably all remember the first time someone said something negative about our appearance, something that so many of us value so much. 
and it was in third grade. We were walking to the swimming pool for the end of the year party, and we were walking in a group, and I was in a crowd of people who I probably never really fit in with really well. It was what we would call the in crowd. I kind of diverged off of them because I was really never knockout gorgeous or, you know, I was never really great at any sport or any athletic, and, and I just really wasn't that cool. And, you know, I think our friendship developed long before people really started placing labels. And so I felt like it was this time, kind of like that preteen years at the end of third grade when people are starting to kind of find their niche and their click and trying to form into these groups. And I was still a part of this group, which was the in crowd. And we were walking to the pool and I just really wanted to be known and recognized, but I really wasn't the leader of the pack. And a boy, he started calling me Thunder Thighs. And over and over. And he got his friends to call me Thunder Thighs. And so it just kind of became that nickname. Now, it didn't happen a long time or long after the fact. But it was in that moment that I really felt insecure. Like, it was the first time I felt crushed by what someone had said about my looks. And it was the first time that I had noticed that, hey, people recognize how I look. And it matters to them. And so from that moment, I kind of developed my first set of standards for myself. And it was from then on that I had this kind of infatuation with my own body of trying to figure it out and understanding it, but really never being pleased with it, ever being pleased with it, always wanting something more. And I think it's a trap that so many of us fall into. And it wasn't because of my own need or my own desire. It was simply because of what other people thought of me. And that is why I wanted to change. And guess what? That's why I've never been able to change. Um, And to fall into that look is because It was from someone else. Like the meaning wasn't deep enough. It was coming from hurt and from anger and aggression. And those emotions really started to bring me down. You know, like I felt like there was years of just, you know, hiding myself in pants because I was fearful of how my thighs looked and always wanting them to be smaller. And even to this day, I can recount putting on jeans and standing in front of the mirror to see if they make my thighs look big. And, you know, like that is my go-to. And it's silly to think that it was just from one instance in third grade by a boy who probably didn't even know what he was talking about, nor the damage that was going to be done from that. But really, that's how impactful words are. And I know I'm not alone in that story. You know, it's a story that still haunts me that I still work through and, you know, kind of make jokes about, but it's always there that thought of, are my thighs really that big? And so today I wanted to do this podcast to help us all get beyond insecurities and help us all stand with more confidence because really the first step in taking back your health is changing your mindset. It's having the right attitude going into changing your health because if we go in with the wrong reasons of hate and anger and aggression and just wanting our body to look better for someone else so other people think more about us instead of going in because we truly want health and we know that by having good health, we can do more good in the world. Do you see the difference? It's kind of like that love-hate thing, right? If we go into it out of hate and out of spite of what other people have told us and how other people have defined us and how we've defined ourselves, we've lost the battle. We've already lost the battle. So we have to flip that into being in a mindset of really desiring and wanting health because we know that if we have health, there is so much more of us to give. And in giving, we can provide more love to other people. And I think that is a critical turning point in so many people's lives. And one of my favorite quotes is, you can't lose weight to get healthy, but you have to get healthy to lose weight. And in getting healthy, you're doing it from the right reasons, for the right motive, 
and with the right mindset. And that is going to be critical in how long it lasts. I can promise you that no overnight success, no quick fix has ever worked or been sustained long-term. They just can't. You can't get a body you love doing things you hate. So you have to start loving what you're doing and loving yourself. And that's really where I want to come in with the tips for this lesson. I have five tips for helping you to change the definition of you, to stop labeling yourself and really stepping into the mindset of true health and giving more love. Because I don't know about you, but I am so tired of being told how much I should weigh, how much other people should say, what we should look like, and how I should live my life. We will never add up to the standard or even that of social media. But here's the truth. You can choose to end the labels, the labeling of yourself and of others, but it first takes choosing to love yourself. And I don't think that we can ever get out of the mindset of labeling other people until we fully accept who we are. Because in the end, don't you think a lot of those negative thoughts and negative self-talk just stem from insecurities in our own self of putting down another person or declaring someone so beautiful because simply we feel so insecure in our looks. So I want to help us put a stop to this today to end the negative self-talk and really step into a place of positivity and owning who you are. To embrace you, the curves, the imperfections, and even the thunder thighs. And it starts by feeling good with who you are. So here are my five tips to help you overcome the labels and just start accepting you. The first one is to love what you wear, to feel good in it. You know, I like to shop, but I've kind of doing the capsule wardrobe thing, which was out of Courtney Carver's episode. And I'll link that in the show notes. But it was really impactful for me to hear that what we wear and how much stuff we have can really be a measure of our security, right? Like if we can get rid of more stuff and really just own and keep the things that we feel good in, you know, that we thrive in, that we feel confident in. It's going to make a whirlwind of difference. There's nothing worse than not shopping or not buying clothes that make you feel beautiful because you haven't reached your goal size yet or buying clothes and trying to fit into them and thinking that I'll wear them someday when I'm the right size and, you know, it'll look good on me someday instead of just owning who you are right now, even though if you have room to change, you know, we all have things, areas and ways to become healthier and maybe weight loss will come with that. But first owning and accepting your body right now and dressing yourself so that you can stand in confidence so that you can feel beautiful and feel put together that you can love who you are simply by how you're dressing yourself. And so the first tip is to love what you wear and feel good in it. Don't buy clothes that you hope to get into or don't not buy clothes because you want to get to a size before you buy them, but feel confident and good in what you are wearing. And that in time will help you make better decisions because let's face it, if you feel good, if you feel more confident, you're more likely to make wise decisions. It's why exercise works because we feel good in that moment. So love what you wear, purge your closets, get rid of anything that doesn't make you feel good and by all means, wear what you want and walk in confidence with it. Number two is find perfection and imperfection. I hate to break it to you, but no one is perfect. There's not one perfectly beautiful human being out there. We all are beautiful. We all have what we would call imperfections by social standards. I relate this back to seeing an image, a human image of what Barbie would look like in the human form and how 
unattractive that actually was, right? We look at Barbie as the pedestal of what beauty should look like. And yet when we put it in a human form and it's so unrealistic and not beautiful, right? There's something so beautiful about the people who can actually embrace their natural beauty of accepting who they are and knowing that we all have imperfections. Everything in nature, right? If you look around at nature and you think, wow, how beautiful is that? But we don't look at all the imperfections of this tree doesn't have a limb and we think, oh, what an ugly tree that is, right? It's pretty rare when we find something in nature and think, wow, that's really not beautiful. And so it's the same thing in the human race, right? We all have imperfections. It's just owning those and choosing to love those and love yourself in every imperfection. So that's number two. Number three is practice radical self-love. Self-love is really a definition of happiness and that's putting into practice the things that you value and if you value yourself so highly, then you'll start to take care of yourself. You'll start to understand what things you love and start doing more of what you love and less things you hate and doing that will provide satiety in your life. It will provide excitement and it'll help you to sustain this for the rest of your life and that's really where true health comes from. So practicing self-love means positive talk, you know, not putting yourself down every day, but rather giving yourself compliments, owning compliments, accepting compliments, taking time to do things that you love, taking time for yourself and really just putting more of a focus and emphasis on you. Again, not to be selfish, but knowing that if you can put more time and energy into you, then there's going to be more of you to give. Number four is to surround yourself with positive people. And this is really hard. And I hear this all the time in business, you know, and in life in general, you are the average of the top five people you spend the most time with. So I want to tell you that again, you know, it's been proven or declared or statistically shown that in every aspect of life, financially, health wise, weight wise, you are the average of your five closest friends or people that you hang out with. I think that's alarming for some of us and understanding that there is a lot of people out there who are very negative and put down themselves and almost shame other people and shame themselves. And if you have a friend or family member like that and it's bringing you down, it's not worth that. Now, I'm not saying you have to drop them out the back of the bus, but I'm saying that you need to be careful and cautious about who you're spending time with because it's so easy to fall into their ways and the traps that they're setting So just standing up for yourself and knowing yourself and not putting yourself into a situation where it's going to bring you down. Try to surround yourself with positive people who have a positive outlook on life and who love themselves and are working for greater things because you deserve that. You want that. We all want that. And so surround yourself with those people. And number five is to stop labeling yourself or anyone else as anything but beautiful. It's time to end the labels. There are countless words for how we label people from the color of our skin to what size we are to our IQ. There's tons and tons and tons of labels. But know that you are not defined by a label. You don't have to be and all you have to be is you. And the first step to ending labels is to stop labeling yourself. Stop having the negative self-talk and fill it with positive self-talk. Provide good words for your body. You know, talk positively about yourself and about other people. And I can promise that is very contagious. So those are my five tips. 
And yes, body confidence is a daily practice for us all. And I'm speaking for myself. It doesn't always come easily. But it's time to consider how much more freedom you would have if you just focused on having fun and making happiness your ultimate goal, not the size of your waist. You only have one life. You might as well live it. So I want to end with this quote, which really was impactful for me, and I hope it is for you as well. It states, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I hope that was impactful for you as well, because our deepest fear is not that we aren't adequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. You are designed to shine. So today, let us stop living in fear to stop labeling ourselves as unworthy by slapping stickers that say fat or overweight, thunder thighs, skinny, ugly, inadequate, or whatever words you label yourself with and start finding beauty within you. Stop living in the fear and start believing that you are powerful. As we end this session, I want to ask you one more favor. Would you email me back five of your most used negative self-talk statements? I want to help you walk out of this and start turning things around. I know I struggle in this area too. I often find myself labeled as having big thighs, thanks to that third grade boy, or inadequate to do what I've been called to do, scared to use my voice, not wise enough, and I envision myself getting laughed at if I ever stepped out in a bikini. It doesn't matter your size. We all struggle with self-confidence. But the only way to overcome that is to fix it. So if you'd like to join me in ending the cycle of abuse we put on ourselves and instead step into a world of self-love, of belief, and in living for something greater, you're going to want to head on over to the show notes and sign up to receive my daily motivation, support, and health hacks sent to you every single day. I'm changing things up. I used to just send out a weekly email, but to me, it wasn't enough. It wasn't living life together. And I really want to live life with you and do this journey together because there's something powerful about being in a tribe and a community of people who are there to support and encourage and provide that positivity so we can start believing and seeing and understanding how powerful we are and what our bigger call and mission is in life. So I hope you join me on the email list. You can find it again in the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 024. This is just real life. Me walking with you and together declaring freedom from the lies. So today, let's choose to let go of the negativity and make room for something positive. Thanks again for tuning in to yet another episode of Simple Roots Radio. I am honored to be walking this health journey with you. Remember, the first step is understanding and creating the foundation of positivity, creating ownership and value that in the end establishes lasting change. 
If you like what you heard and would like to continue following along on this journey, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show and continue to blaze this path of health with me. To subscribe to the show, just log on to simplerootswellness.com slash 024 and hit subscribe. Also, if you have a minute out of your day, I'd love for you to leave a rating and review. These ratings and reviews help other people just like you to find the show, and together we can create a tribe of positivity that makes health so much easier. If you have time and you'd like to help me out to leave an honest rating or review, just head on over to simplerootswellness.com review. Again, I would be beyond honored for you to leave your honest opinion and help me out in that way. Thanks again for tuning in to yet another episode. You're going to want to tune back in next week as we talk about burning fat the real way. See you then.